0: 1910, and the New West is dawning, bringing a future of telephones, cars, and new ways of doing. But there still rides a man of the Old West, a lawman out to serve justice to those who need its help and to those who deserve its sharp sword. That lawman is Richard Wade, U.S. Marshal. This time, it's in the oil fields, written for radio by Barry M. Putt, Jr.
1: This is a mighty fine field you have here. I never realized there was so much oil in this part of Texas. Yep, and more's being discovered all the time. It's good to be a part of it. You had the know-how that I needed. How is the equipment working out? Just what I needed to get the work done. Happy to oblige. Good. Now I have another job for you. What is it? You know Tilbury. Ev Tilbury? Yeah. Sure, he and I went to school together. I haven't seen him in a long time. He's giving me nothing but trouble. That's so? There's 5,000 in it for you if you take care of him. What are you talking about? A quick shove from behind your an oil well. People will think you fell in and drowned. Yeah, I don't think so. Got a conscience now, huh? You sure changed since New Orleans and Phil Laurie. That's not my name anymore. No matter what name you go by, you'll do what I say if you know what's good for you. Forget it. You want the sheriff here in Oil City to learn about what went down back then? You wouldn't. Try me. I'm sure there's a warrant with your name on it. All right. You said 5,000? I thought so. I'll be in touch with what I want you to do and when I want you to do it. We'll make it snap. I want to get this over and done with as soon as possible. All right. Someone there? Andy? Yeah?
2: It's me, Evan Tilbury.
1: This is private property.
2: Jim Hazen invited me.
1: On your way.
2: Don't you remember me?
1: I said on your way. Is he here? It isn't safe. Why not? It just isn't, Ev.
2: So you do remember me? Yeah. What is it? Is is something wrong with the equipment? Go. Come on, what's going on? No. No! Can't you at least give me a hint? Are you sure? Positive. I see. I hope you do. I said I did. Then off with you, now. Okay.
1: Hello, Ev. Hazel, what are you doing here? It is my property. Ev, I'm glad you came. We have something to show you. All right.
3: Uh, Who is it? Harry, sir. Harry, come on in.
4: How'd it go? I hid behind the rocks last night, just like you
3: told me to. And?
4: Jim Hazen showed up as Ev Tilbury was talking with Meeker.
3: Wow, the sheriff was right. Something's going on out there.
4: What happened? There was a struggle. Hazen pushed Ev into an oil well. What?
3: Why would he do something like that? I'm not sure. Was he able to climb out of it? No, sir. Were you able to find out anything in town? Just a little. Ev's father,
4: Patrick, and Hazen were business partners. That might have something to do with what went on last night.
3: How so? I'm not sure yet. We need to talk to Patrick.
4: We can't. Word around town is that he died from a heart attack a few years ago. And what
3: could be the problem between Ev and Hazen? I don't know. Something in right here. We need to look into it.
4: Yes, sir. So much for a relaxing vacation.
3: I know, Deputy. It seems that there's always something going on no matter where we go. The Sheriff could really use our help on this. I'm sure he does. Someone has to look out for the decent people of this world. Right. While I get dressed, why don't you stop over and tell the Sheriff we're going to investigate the situation. After that, see if you can find out anything else about Hazen in town. I'll go check out the oil field. Meet me there when you're done.
4: Yes, sir.
2: Good day. What can I do for you? Hello,
4: I'm Deputy Henderson. I'm visiting from out of town. I just came from the sheriff's office. He recommended I speak to you.
2: What about?
4: I'm looking for information on a James Hazen. I've heard a few things around town. As postmistress, the sheriff thought you might know a bit more since people come here to mail things
3: out. I do hear a lot. Not much about Hazen, though.
4: Have you heard what he's been up to lately?
3: Not really. He's kind of a dark character. Keeps to himself, mostly.
4: I see. What about his oil fields? People talk about that?
3: It's a
2: private business. No one knows much about it. I think it's successful, though.
4: Does he have any workers?
2: A few. Mostly Mexican. They live in other
3: towns.
4: Do you know what towns they come from?
3: Ranchero and Santoro, mostly.
4: Does anyone talk about Andy Meeker?
3: That name is familiar. How so? Because of Phil Laurie, he's trouble.
4: What makes you say that?
3: Have a seat. I'll tell you what I know.
4: All right. Howdy there.
3: Howdy. Care for a little company? You insist.
1: I'm only trying to be neighborly, my friend.
3: I see. Well, all right. Nice day. Mm, You from these parts?
1: Sure am. Not many come out this way. That's so. How far are you going? I'm just out for a ride. Great scenery on the road, but pretty remote for sightseers.
3: I heard that people come out this way a lot. Like who? Old Hazen, for one. You know him? I sure do. From the description I've heard, you look just like him. Oh, yeah? He's supposed to be bad news.
1: I heard you've been asking around town about me, Marshal. That's right. There ain't nothing
3: to know. You mean everything's on the up and up concerning Eb Tilbury? What do you know about him? Not much yet, but I suspect there's something between you two. I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. You're wasting your time. There's nothing to know. If everything's fine, what was he doing on your property last night? And why didn't he make it back to town? I. Are you trying to cheat him?
1: Howdy. You all right, Jim?
3: Yeah. Mister, you don't need that gun. Hazen, I want the whole story on Tilbury now. He knows what happened? Quiet, Andy. I knew something wasn't right between you two. I'm right, aren't I? Sorry, sir. Uh, What do we do? A good dowsing
1: in the gulps will cloud his memory.
3: All right. You're not really going to do that. Get to it, Andy.
1: Me? Aren't you going to help? Someone has to cover him. I can do that. Don't push me. All right. Get off the horse, you.
3: What's he got on you that's making you do this? Get off your horse, now! What is it, huh? You heard me. No, answer my question. (laughs) Stop! Leave him alone!
4: I'm not playing.
3: Oh, Harry, I'm glad you found me.
4: Yes, sir. The town's postmistress told me that 10 years ago, Andy Meeker here escaped from a jail in Louisiana after being charged with conning an elderly woman out of her life savings. He was going by the name of Phil Luray at the time. That's
3: so, Meeker? My arm! You weasel! Hazen, come back here! No you don't, Meeker. You're not going anywhere. Get off of me, Wade! Alright, Meeker. We're placing you under arrest. What about Hazen? I'll go after him. You take this one to the Sheriff and get your wound tended to. Yes, sir! (laughs) Hello. Is James Hazen staying here?
0: Good afternoon, sir. We don't give out that information. This is a private establishment. We honor people's privacy.
3: I'm a U.S. Marshal. I saw his horse tied up in the stable across the street. Tell me, is he here?
0: Like I said, sir,
4: I can't... Do you want to
3: spend the night in jail for obstructing justice? No, sir. Then where is he?
0: Upstairs. First door at the top.
3: Thank you, ma'am. Open up in there! I said open up! Enough running, Hazen. It's time to surrender. What are you talking about? Why did you kill Tilbury? I didn't kill anyone. Then why did you take off, huh? Why were you going to have Meeker drown me? I don't like people pushing me around, Marshal. It's more than that. No! I have a witness that says you killed Tilbury. Who's your witness? That's my concern. How do you expect me to clear my name if
1: you don't tell me who's talking
3: against me? I won't reveal my witness. You're innocent. You shouldn't have a problem telling me where you were last night. I... I was
1: here in town.
3: Your boots have traces of oil on them.
1: I've been to my oil field many times, Marshal. Just not last night. Your witness is mistaken. They must have seen someone else there.
3: Meeker will be in custody real soon. It won't take long to get him to talk. So I'll be back after that. Oh! <laughs> you ain't going anywhere, Wade. Oh, oh, where am I? Shut up! This is Hazen's room, isn't it? I said shut up. Where is he? And why am I tied up? Are you hard of hearing oh. something? Shut your stupid mouth! How long are you going to keep me? I'm gonna take care of you real quick. What does that mean? Shut up! If you touch me, you'll be arrested. Guaranteed. No, I won't.
1: I'm good at what I do. Let's see. Yeah, this bowstring, it'll work great to strangle you.
3: You can't do this, you know? <laughs>
1: I want to. I like to see people like you squirm. Just a simple loop around your neck.
3: ha ha ha
1: ha! God, Just know. a little more and i um, please pull it with all my might.
3: Loosen it up.
1: That's when the fun really begins.
3: Please. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Marshall, I'll loosen the bowstring. Hang on. <sighs> I'm glad you found me again. Another second or now would have been a goner. What happened? Let's prop the door shut so we can have some privacy here. There. Did you get Meeker to
4: the sheriff all right? Barely. Hazen came up and tried to kill him just before we got there.
3: That proves something's up. He was probably trying to kill anyone that knows what he's done.
4: Yes, the sheriff came and helped ward him off. We got Meeker to the jail, okay? But Hazen got away.
3: At least Meeker is secure now. How'd you find me? Meeker told me Hazen was staying here. What happened to you? Hazen knocked me out. I woke up to find that he ordered this man here to finish me off. Let's tie him up and search the room. All right. Check the closet. I'll go through the desk. Nothing but clothes in here. Check the pockets. The drawers are all empty. So are the pockets and the clothes. Hey, Sardi,
4: you in there? Open up. Boss told me to
3: make sure you took care of that guy. Open up. What do we do? Uh, hey, Sardi. I heard you. Everything's okay. I took care of him. I want to see for myself. Open up. C- come on, already. Open up. Come on. Don't worry about it, all right? Go have a beer. Or I'll join you in a few minutes. Unlock the door right now or I'm going to break it open. Hi there.
4: Oh, I'm glad you were able to take him down so
3: easy. Me too. Let's tie him up and go after Hazen.
4: Yes, sir. Boy, this part of the desert seems to go on and on. I'll say it does, deputy. And we haven't spotted Hazen yet.
3: He had a long head start. There's another town not far off. Hopefully we'll find him there. I hope so. There's something coming up on the horizon, sir. Oh yeah? Do you think it's him? I doubt it. Why would he be coming towards us?
4: From what I've seen, he's crazy enough to do just about anything.
3: That's true, but-
4: Wait, it looks like several men on horseback. It's the sheriff from Oil City. Hello there, Marshal. Deputy?
5: Hello, sir. We're looking for Hazen. We'd like to talk to him too, but we haven't had any luck finding him so far. His men tried to kill the Marshal here. You don't say.
3: Yeah, over at the Hobble House Tavern in Ranchero. We tied him up there. We'll go get him. Thank you, Sheriff.
5: Report back to my office as soon as you find anything.
4: We will. Come on, men. Let's go. We know Hazen
3: didn't come this way. What do we do? Let's head over to his oil field. Maybe we can find out where he is or what's going on.
4: Alright, sir. These oil derricks sure are big. I'll say. Did you
3: hear that? Wait. Let me go. Eb Tilbury? Yes. I'm Richard Wade. This is my deputy. What
2: are you doing here? We thought you were dead. I saw Hazen push you into a well the other night. He did. I plunged down real deep into it. Almost drowned. Took all the strength I had to pull myself out. I was choking. Could barely breathe.
4: Where have you been all this time?
2: Well, after Hazen and Meeker left that night, I managed to drag myself to a house nearby. They took me in. Had a dock tend me. I was on the edge of death. There didn't seem to be much hope until this morning. Luckily then I started to improve. Why didn't you let anyone know? Well, I was worried he would get back to Hazen and he'd finish me off. But please don't say anything to anyone. All right. What are you doing here? I was hoping to find something I could use against him and put him in jail.
4: How long have you been looking?
2: About an hour. I haven't been able to find anything.
3: Leave it to us. Are you sure? Yes, go back to the house where you were Tell we call for you.
2: Oh, all right. Thank you.
4: That was a surprise. It certainly was. Since he wasn't able to find anything, maybe we should move on and
3: search somewhere else. Let's look around here a little bit more ourselves, just to be sure. All right. There's at least a dozen functioning oil derricks on this property. Hazen should be making a lot of money. Yes. With all that, why would he need to be crooked? I don't know. What are you doing? Just examining some of the oil that spilled on the ground here. It's the real thing, all right. It might be the
4: ONLY thing that's real in
3: his life. True. Hey, there's a shack down there. Oh, yeah. Let's see if we can get into it. Door's locked. It's kind of old, though. Come on, help me. Again! That's it. It's dark in here. I found a lantern. Great, got a match? Sure. That's better. There certainly isn't much in here, though. The cabinets are empty. Check
4: behind the door. Huh. The floor sure is rickety. Lift that board up. What's that under there? An envelope.
3: It looks like a log that tracks the oil derricks. Let me see that. It Starts last year. Oil production here was real low until just a few weeks ago. How odd.
4: There's something else in this envelope. It's a note about a large loan.
3: Overdue. Why would he need to borrow money? Let me see it. It's dated last month, just before the oil production picked up. Couldn't the loan have something to do with it? It might. Put it in your pocket for me. Alright. Let's head back to town. Yes, sir. Did you hear that? It's just the wind. I'm not so sure about that. Look over there. Who's that?
1: Leave me alone!
4: Hazen! Who are those men coming towards us? Don't know.
3: They look angry. Faith, Trying to steal from us? It looks like his dirty dealings might have caught up with him. Wade? Is that you? Please, help me! Keep out of this. This is our fight. See, let's string him up. Lawlessness won't solve anything. I'm a U.S. Marshal. The law can settle this. Listen to him!
1: He's a lawman!
3: Callate! Please, sir. We need to have him alive and intact in order to set things right. This is our only chance for justice. Let's teach him good. Uh, That's what he deserves. We're never going to be able to save him from that mob. I really didn't want to shoot him. They're only protecting their families, so I thought of another way. How? Look how fast they're going. I know. The rail line isn't far from here. What does that have to do with anything? I have a hunch I know what they're gonna do. What? Yeah. Oh! Follow me and let's find out. Alright.
4: Hey Singh! you you're gonna pay for what you did to us. Please! Let me make it up to you! We've had enough of your crooked words! Do you have a rope? Right here. The train track is just ahead. We'll strap him down to (laughs) it. see. No! No! I won't let you do it! Hold him down firm. That will keep him in place. It won't be long before the next train speeds by. I can't wait to see it. We won't need to wait. We'll be able to hear the train no matter where we are. (laughs) Good.
1: Please! I'll make it right
4: we've had enough of your lies it's time you get what you deserve for cheating us and our families everybody let's go
3: I see ya. You two, let's slow the handcart down. Yes, sir. Deputy, help me get him untied. Hazen, did that crowd do this to you? Yes. Why? I don't know.
4: No, oh, yes you do. What's going on?
3: I don't know. Harry, you got a tight grip on him? I do, sir. Help him onto the handcart and then tie his hands to the post. With pleasure. We need to get moving again, boys. Start pumping.
2: Yes, sir. Ev? That's right. How did you...
3: No questions. Just sit there. Where are you taking me? Back to the sheriff in oil city. I don't want to go there. I don't care. You're going, so quiet down. We'll talk when we get there.
5: Marshal, you found him.
3: Yep. We weren't going to stop until we did.
5: Sit him down. It's time to get some answers.
3: If you don't mind, Sheriff, let me. All right, go ahead. Hazen, before Ev's father, Patrick, passed away, how much of the Mesa Hill Oil Company did you own?
2: A third. That sounds about right, according to what my father told me. Who
3: owned the other two-thirds? Pat did. Ev is entitled to that portion, according to his father's will.
2: Isn't that right, Ev? It certainly is. You're wrong. It's mine. I've got his will right here. It says so.
1: It doesn't matter what's in his will. Pat was sinking financially. I loaned him
3: thousands of dollars to keep him afloat. Much more than what that oil field's worth. That's not true. We found paperwork in your office. What are you talking about? It shows that the Mesa Hill Oil Company was a failing business. It also shows that you needed to get a loan from the locals in order to be bailed out. Were they the people that were after you today? Yeah. How'd you find them to set up the loan? They were my employees at the time. You borrowed money from your own workers? It was an investment, not a loan. You know that's not true. We have the records right here to prove it. See for yourself. Well... So knowing that you were in debt and had to borrow from your own employees just to keep your business going, how was it that you were able to lend Patrick any money at all? First off,
1: my employees' investment went to help fund the new equipment. Meeker works in the oil business. He got me the components I needed wholesale. Second, I lent Pat money several years ago, long before I reached out to my employees for funding.
3: They were after you today because you refused to pay them back. They said so themselves. No.
5: Hazen, the prosecutor subpoenaed the contents of your safety deposit box earlier today. They're right here. They include an agreement between you and Pat, stating that you owed him money for the purchase of a boat. That transaction was settled between us years ago. The agreement is dated two years back. I have letters from his attorney requesting that you repay him. They're from six months ago. You never responded.
3: It looks like you were in over your head. You owed them more than what the oil company was worth, and you owed your employees for the overdue loan as well. I've had enough of this. That business is mine. That's all there is to it. Not so fast. You've claimed ownership of the entire oil company. After installing new pumps, it's finally starting to turn a profit. So as I see it, it's time you do right by everyone involved, beginning with Ev.
2: I'll be glad to forgive the boat loan if he signs over full ownership in the oil company. Forget it! That oil is worth a fortune!
5: By my rough calculations, there should be just enough profit to pay back that loan to your employees as well.
4: Why wouldn't you just
3: do that in the first place? Because he wanted to pocket everything for himself. So Hazen, are you ready to deal? Why should I? You're gonna put me in jail anyway.
5: We have one of those newfangled prosecutors. He said if you agree to a plea deal, you'll be guaranteed a lighter sentence.
1: Yeah,
3: right. It could mean the difference between a couple of years in jail versus 20 or more.
5: You're lucky to be offered something like that.
3: Well... If you don't take it right now, he said no deal. All right, I'll take it. I'm glad. Let's get a prosecutor in here to get the paperwork taken care of.
5: I'll go get him right now.
3: Thank you, Sheriff. So, Ed, the sheriff told me this
2: morning that you're planning on buying a place just outside of town. That's right. Now that I own the entire oil company, I need to make sure it's being run right. Living nearby is the only way to assure that that will occur.
3: I think that's a wise decision.
2: Well, we're glad it all worked out. Thank you both for all your help. I'll stop off in Colorado and see you next time I'm in that part of the country.
3: Please do. We're looking forward to getting back there now that our work here is done.
2: I understand. I was lucky you passed by this way and were able to help.
3: We're glad to do it. We certainly are. Well, we can't keep the stagecoach waiting.
2: Have a safe trip. Thank you. Goodbye.
0: This was Richard Wade, U.S. Marshal, written by Barry M. Putt Jr. Starring Reed Thompson as Marshal Richard Wade, James Anderson as Deputy Harry Henderson, Also in the cast were Roy Nessel as James Hazen, Michael Ingalls as Evan Tilbury, Robert Cervantes as Andy Meeker, Giovanni Vasquez as Juan Hernandez, Carlos Roquez as Ronaldo Elizondo, Brock Blatter as Sheriff. Other parts played by Helen Cloak, Betsy Charnas, Joseph McGuire, Dave Johnson, and Robin Candelaria. I'm your announcer, Brian Barker. Sound design and dialogue editing, Jay Charles. Recording engineer, Kevin Hughes. Recording technician, Roberto Wiley. Production assistant, Zoe Pettigrew. Directed by Dave Johnson. Associate producer, Robin Candelaria. Produced by Joseph C. McGuire. Recorded in partnership at KSVR Studios in Mount Vernon, Washington. This was a Radio Theater Project presentation.